When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this... But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Hey. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. This is episode 14. We got a great episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about the NFL draft as it is coming up two days from this recording session and one day from when this is posted. Uh, we're going to be talking about who we think is going number one. Uh, this Our favorite sleeper pick of the draft. And then we'll do, since I'm an Eagles fan, he's a Steelers fan, we'll be going over what we want our teams to do versus what we think they will do in this NFL draft. And of course, we're going to be talking about some NBA playoff action as my Celtics just took care of the Nets last night. Uh, as I said, I'm going to give myself a round of applause. I went on a Twitter rant talking about how uh, I've been called all this. I said Celtics in four if Ben didn't come back. Uh, I then, in an article, I said the Nets aren't good. Um, yeah, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back, even though I might have just been, I might have just been blabbling, you know, just talking. But before we get into all that, Danny, how are you doing on this fine Tuesday noon afternoon it's a great day to be a boston sports fan i'm not a celtics fan i'm a red sox fan but you know you kind of have to throw a little bit of love for them when you're a red sox fan hey take to this thing and he fouled out he beat the scott foster demons bro scott foster should not be allowed to ref an nba game he's the angel Fernandez <laughs> of the nba yeah, I've been seeing a lot of about that, so I'm I'm just assuming that's like the ref, like the Scott Foster, the MLB. I'm assuming. No, he he's horrendous. Like, there, like is worse? He, is he worse? He has changed the outcome of a lot of games. Let's say that. Scott Foster has he he took, he has taken like two rings from C's from CP3. It's terrible. Here's the thing, though, in the NBA, 
you can win a game with without a with a bad ref. In the MLB, yeah, because there's a lot going on. So like you know, yeah. In, in the MLB, if the umpire is calling bad strikes and balls, you're, you're screwed. No, I get it, man. All right, well, let's get into this NFL draft first. NFL draft. Jags have been on the clock since the regular season has ended, and the first overall pick has kind of been shifting a lot. First, honestly, like Kyle Hamilton was getting some hype, then he had like a bad 40 time, and now he's like apparently not top 10. Uh, Anyway, a lot in um, O'Neal talk, a lot of those, you know, any of the top tackle talks, but after they shirt up their tackles, it's looking more like Aiden Hutchinson. Um. He seems to be the the darling among NFL scouts, and then there's Trayvon Walker getting a lot of hype. Um, what do you think about that Trayvon hype? What do you think? So it's really interesting. Uh, Trayvon Walker is actually the betting favorite to become the first overall pick in the NFL draft. That is ridiculous. That is so crazy. He, so although he was not asked to play this pass rusher role like Thibodeau and um, Hutch, Aiden Hutchinson. I don't see him having this elite pass rush game that the other two have. He's athletic, right? And yeah, he could. He, yeah, he, he comes in the NFL. He projects into a similar type role of Jadavian Clowney. He he's good at stopping mm-hmm. the run. He has mm-hmm. to develop pass rushing game, or he will not be good in the NFL. And another guy getting really way too overhyped is Jermaine Johnson. He is a back-end first-round pick, and he might go in the top ten. I mean, they both had some pretty, like, good combines. And, you know, people – when you have that much time, you start to overthink stuff. Like, I think I mentioned this before. Last year, come on, Trevor Lawrence, has he's been the projected first overall pick since he was 16 years old. And then that long offseason – for some reason, Zach Wilson jumped from like QB five to people were like, should they take him over over Lawrence? And we're like, what are you talking about? Like, let's calm down. I think they shouldn't overthink it. Um, if I'm the Jags, uh, you got you're short up your tackles. Uh, I would not just put someone opposite of Josh Allen. I would I would prefer either Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, Kayvon's got a lot of potential. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson is like ready to go right now. Uh, and from the pre-draft prospect, he, I, or the pre-draft process, he seems to have a better winning and getting better personality than Kayvon. Um, but I don't know. I think, I don't know. I don't think that will last forever. I think Kayvon will up his coachability um, and some team will get him right from the Jags. I don't know. I think Aiden Hutchinson just should be their guy. Safe pick to me. You agree? What I'll say is Aiden Hutchinson should be the guy. I don't know if he will be the guy. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson is has it all together. It just really if does. you want free if you want free money, go take you. They will they give you about two to one odds to go bet Aiden Hutchinson in the first one first round overall pick. I will have the money that I would put on. I, I think it's. I think the market doesn't know something. I think they don't realize that the Jags are going to take a dude who's. Or they should take a dude. I mean, Doug Peterson can't mess it up. Come on now. I know. Um, yeah, I think he's won a Super Bowl before with the formula of a very strong defensive line. Um, he had Brandon, he had Brandon Graham, he had a rookie Derek Barnett. I don't know if that's an elite duo, but Brandon Graham had 10 plus sacks that year. Fletcher Cox was amazing. 
Um, they had a, they had a good squad, um, and they had a, a serviceable secondary as well. So I don't know. I think Aiden Hutch, uh, yeah, that should that should be their guy. Um, if they pick Trayvon Walker, that is uh, he must. He, I don't know. That must be like the greatest like pre. I don't know from end of season to like you know number one overall pick. That'd be um that'd be quite the jump. We're moving on. Who could be the sleeper? The sleeper of this draft. Um, I'll let you go first. Who do you think could be a great sleeper pick? And by this, we probably like we'll go first round. So like mid to like back half of the draft, uh, first round. There's a couple guys that I think could go. If I'm looking at a skill position, Olave or Jameson Williams, and that's going to sound really stupid um, because they're top guys at their position, but. I think these guys are elite. I think they're NFL talent immediately. I think they can come into any locker room in the NFL and kind of make a change. But I'm looking at a not sleep, not skill position. Andrew Booth, technically skill. I mean, on defense. Uh, Andrew Booth and Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean's average draft position right now for a lot of mocks and betting is like 30 something. How? This man was projected to be a top 20 pick the last three months. And people just realized, oh, we're not going to draft linebackers. Don't be surprised if the Pittsburgh Steelers take this linebacker here. That's all I say. I think, I think people, the so like as an Eagles fan, bro, if we land a Kobe Dean, win because we have no linebackers. I If I'm looking as an NFL scout, you see an undersized linebacker who has like a little bit of injury history. But like, like, well, don't overthink it so much. Like, this kid is I agree with you. He's really good. And whoever drafts him is getting a good linebacker. Uh, I also I would agree on Jamison Williams if he wasn't getting so much hype right now. The NFL scouts love him. Super explosive. Um, I don't know, Ben. If that's someone I wish I wish it would fall to the Eagles, but I, I don't see it happening right now. Uh that kid's really good. I agree with Olave. Um, he, yeah, he, he could definitely be a steal. Um, he could be a stealer. He could be, be yeah. That, I mean, and what you guys, they have the 20th overall pick, correct? Yeah. We have 20. Yeah. So yeah, that's around like that. That could be a steal by that point in the, in the first round, my steal, um, I would say Kyle Hampton, but he might end up top 10 or 11. So that's not really like a steal, but. My my steal would be I think you mentioned him would be Andrew Booth, um, and with all like the Gardners like Gardner and Stingley hype, you kind of we forget about these other corners, but they're also really good. Like Andrew Booth could fall to like twenty or you know something like that, and he's such a, he's such a great corner. He's very physical, um, and same with uh, Kyer Elam. He has great hips. Um, and he's a really good recovery speed. There's a lot, you'll see a lot on film that he could like, he's not the best, best like press guy, like Stingley and, um, and Gartner, uh, but he recovers really fast. He's great in man coverage. Those two corners will be, uh, two guys. I think you could look out for in the back half of the draft. Maybe one of them, you said one might be a Steeler. One could very well be an Eagle if we just simply don't draft a linebacker. But, um, here's what I'll say. Um, this dude, Kyrie Elon, had to guard 
Kadarius Tony, probably the shiftiest player in the NFL, if I'm going to be quite honest. Yeah, future eagle. He, he two might be, future yeah. eagles. Two future yeah. eagles. Giants would never do that. They would they would be pitying and shame for the next five years because Kadarius Tony's legit. I would send them Rager, Rager in a third. Yeah, that would do it. That would do it. Okay, it so uh, while while we're on the topic, we'll just get right into what we think our teams should do. Um, I can go first on this one. I think it's simple. We have two picks. Um, I would love to grab a receiver and Nicobe Dean. Uh, Nicobe Dean's losing stock almost. Well, not almost. He is. So we'll, we could probably get him with that 18th pick. Uh, that would be good. Now, with the 15th pick, like I said, a lot of teams are loving Jameson Williams. So I don't know if he'll be there. Uh, and a lot of teams, obviously, they love Garrett Wilson. They love Drake London. Um, if those three guys are off the Burke, uh, I was about to give it away. If they're off the board, I would take Burks. Um, but, yeah, I would, I would like to see one of those four dudes, London, Williams, Wilson, or Burks fall to that 15th pick, get whoever's the best out of them four available, or if all four are gone, get Olave. You know, just get a receiver with the 15th pick at 18, grab Nicobe Dean, don't overthink it. Like, who cares if he's undersized? He's on the team right now. He's the best linebacker on the team by far. Um, that's what no, I no, think. Kaiser White's real good. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can. I always forget that we sign him because I'm not used to assigning linebackers. So, yeah, I think those two would be a great pairing, and that could really like up our up our linebacker core definitely. I mean, that would really help defending like Zeke and Tony Pollard, Antonio uh, Gibson. Uh, Saquon has a bounce back. Antonio Gibson. Uh, he's gonna be running the ball a lot because Carson Wentz is his quarterback, uh, and well, you, if they. You yeah. need those two, especially in the NFC East. You need those two downhill linebackers that can fill the gap and get to play exactly. both sides. Yep. What do you think the Steelers? What? Oh, um, and then what? I, what I think we'll do is the same thing that I just said. Like, I think they'll do what I want them to do. Okay. Now, what do you think they will do? What do you okay, think the Steelers I'll, will do? Before I go Steelers, I'll comment on what the Eagles did. Uh, I really agree. You, you can comment on the Steelers as well. Uh, I really think they will go one pick with a wide receiver. I would not be surprised if they like a, a D lineman that's thinking back in the first round. Maybe George Karlaftis or a. Uh, he's been falling. I've been seeing he, him. He, he's been falling really far. But I think a team, a t- they might be able to trade back and then nab him if that, that's their guy. Uh, you never know. I really, I like, really like the way that you're thinking. Go get a receiver, and then go get a corner or a linebacker. If we were to draft a corner, I have, I have no issue, honestly. If we could get, um, Chanel, what's he? He played at Wisconsin, right? Yeah, Leo Chanel. Yeah. Look, he, man, he, if we if we got him too, I think that's also a really good pick, man. He's he's really good. Um, second round linebacker. He's yeah, exactly. If we could get a first a first round level corner, so like Elam booth and then go get him in the second round that's also a dub so yeah i i agree with you on that one i mean there's a decent chance i mean if i'm the eagles i'm talking to the chiefs and trying to get 29 and 30 for 15 you have three you think we, and, and then at, th- at that point are you saying like what receiver could be available 
Um, unless I mean, we grab one. At, are you saying we grab one at 18 and then go defense, defense right there? I mean, why not? You, there's two good corners or a lot corner linebacker there. If Nicobe Dean's going to fall, you could grab – if you could – the Chiefs want to trade out for a receiver? Yeah, I, I see it. I see it. Yeah, and then we, we can get our guy later. And at that point, we'll probably have to draft a corner uh, I as mean, well. Think about that. I mean, you, you could get a corner, a wide receiver – and a linebacker. Not just well, we two. trade for 15. I think we'll have to take the best receiver possible at 18. Um, and then later on, get Dean, assuming he's there, and then get a best corner available. Elam, you know, poof, my guys. Yeah, I agree. Uh, anyway, let's move to the Steelers, though. Let's talk Let's talk some Pittsburgh real quick. So, I'm going to go really consensus. I don't think he's going to be here, though. I really love Malik Willis. Uh, I think he's a future Steeler if he's there. We're not going to trade up. It's, we've done it for Devin Bush. We've done it for a few players in the past. I don't think we're going to do it here. Tomlin knows that it's not – and Colbert. He, they both know that it's just not the class to trade up, right? I but maybe they, maybe they get that for good value. But I think if Willis is there, we take him. But I'm going to assume he's not going to be there. I want us to take Andrew Booth or or um, Tyler Linderbaum. Like Our that. O-line was so bad for how many years? Uh, we brought in two or three offensive linemen this year, offseason. If we can bring in a, a third or a fourth, really secure that down, Najee's going to have some big running room. Yeah, and then Mitch – Mitch only needs a serviceable line. The guy can kind of move. I mean, I can't you know, speak on his passing game all too much. We haven't seen him in a year. But, yeah, a serviceable O-line, I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, that could really change his whole Steelers culture. And mm-hmm. speaking to Andrew Booth, he would be my pick if we, if we didn't need a quarterback. Uh, Andrew Booth is Steelers football. He's that physical, physical. guy. He's that corner who wants to play in and he was a, he's an AFC North corner. He's going to I see push that. the I ball see out. He's going to be make hits and pairing him with Mika. Ooh, that's going to be that's going to be really hard. That on could be base. good. That could yeah. That could be a good team. I like I like that thought process. Um, so yeah, if Malik Willis is there, I think that's good. Uh, it's a good one. I it, I think it just depends on what teams. You know, in that top ten, like, what is Seattle gonna do? I've been hearing, I've been seeing them, seeing him get mock, uh, Desmond Ritter get mocked there. Um, I Atlanta's been a little mixed. I feel like a lot of mocks have gotten Willis there, or they'll just take best player available because they're just that bad. Which, is, if I'm a, if I was the Falcons, I'm just gonna take best player available. You just stink that much. I'd probably take Garrett Wilson if he's there because that, like, their receiving core is the worst of the worst. It is really bad. Um, yeah, exactly. And Wilson and Pitts could be fun. But, um, yeah, honestly, the quarterback's hype has kind of died back down a little bit from what I've seen, as it should, because this quarterback class is mid. So may, I think Willis might be there. He might be there. I know Tomlin likes him. So perhaps he is future Steeler, as you anticipate. But he might be. Uh, and Booth is also – Booth is Andrew Booth is a very, very good pick. Uh, but he'll be a future Eagle, unfortunately for you. He might be. We'll see. Regardless, hopefully he's playing some football in Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, that's what we hope. Um, yeah, 
And then, oh, one one last thing I wanted to, uh, we wanted to discuss. We wanted to discuss who was going to be the first quarterback off the board as we discussed. Um, is it going to be Pickett at six? I don't see them taking a quarterback anymore. Uh, I see them trying to move the sixth overall pick back and getting some draft capital. Um, I see. Maybe, maybe the Steelers move up. Maybe. I don't know. Um, maybe the Saints try to trade 19 in a second or 15 in a second for the sixth overall pick and get a, go get a quarterback. I don't know. But I, the sixth overall pick is pretty intriguing because it could be a spot where a team wants to move up to get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's trying to jump like Seattle. Hey, no one's been talking about this. The Giants might go take Malik Willis. That would be uh, that's a Giants thing to do. I don't think they will because they got some like like blistering holes on their squad. And with the five and seven picks, they could probably pick up like Aquanu and Thibodeau. And that's that's that's, I don't really know. that's a good that's a good haul. Like that is a first that if they were to land them two, I would probably crown them winners of the first round. Okay, imagine this. Unless the Jets went like two for two with their picks, like on some unless they got like Stingley and Hamilton or something. I don't know. Okay, uh, Thibodeau goes uh, five, right? Mm-hmm. And then let's say a quarterback uh, – let's say someone takes somebody at six. Kenny Pickett, right? Yeah. If I'm the Giants, I'm scratching my head and saying, I might get Malik Willis. I think yeah. I think yeah. Daniel Jones is better. Daniel Jones, when he is on the ball, and that's rare, but when he's on the ball, he's a – He's a mid-tier quarterback. Like he can play. He's serviceable. Um, what he I think he probably might be like quarterback one of this class from what we currently know about him, not him coming out. But um, I don't know. Like uh, there obviously, like if you desperately need a quarterback, yes, get a quarterback. But the Giants, you only gotta just this is his make or break year anyway. So I mean, if it's yeah. gonna be that way, you guys are gonna stink. You're in line for Bryce Young. CJ Stroud and redemption arc Spencer Rattler. So, um, I mean, that that is true. One thing I like about that is who does Malik Willis like pan out to be? Uh, strong arm quarterback. He can put the ball pretty much wherever on the field. He's very mobile. Who's the, who's the Giants new head coach? Uh, it is Brian Dable, right? Yeah, yeah Brian Dable, because it was almost um, Brian Flores. <laughs> Yeah, it was almost Brian Flores. That's what it was. I'm mixing up my Brian's here. Yeah, uh, Bill O'Brien. Think about this. Uh, Brian Dable was the offensive coordinator for Josh Allen. Josh Allen and Malik Willis might have some similarities in their game. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I don't. Uh, I I don't know. I think you can you can make that comparison with a lot of people. You no know, strong arm, mobile. What? I, I don't know. I, I see it a little bit. But I don't think the Giants draft a quarterback. You, you got a quarterback who's like on a make it or break it right now. Um, and if he doesn't make it, then you're in line for some pretty good quarterbacks next year. Um, we have a really off topic, though. Uh, I think we're going first quarterback off the board. I would love. Well, I mean, now we're still talking about it in a way. We're still talking yeah. about it. I think first quarterback off the board is to Seattle. And I think it's going to be Desmond Ritter. Uh, Ritter is. I'll. Speaking of Daniel Jones, I think he's a lot like Daniel Jones. Um, but the kid, he can he can control he can control a game. He's played a lot of big games in his college career for someone who's played at a small school. Um, 
and he's just ready. He he has a composure about him. Um, people people like to like in a quarterback class that is so close in terms of like who's better on the field. He has leadership qualities um, on and off the field. I believe he has a family. So uh, weird reason to take him first as a quarterback, but he's not necessarily my QB one. But I think Seattle likes him a lot. Um, he can go in there, compete with Locke and Geno Smith and probably win pretty easily. Um, and he'll have high expectations if he gets drafted there. So who do, who do you think's going first off the board so we can move on? I really think Seattle's going to take a quarterback. I think they're in love with Malik Willis. Hurts me to say that first as a Steelers fan, but I, I think I think they get Malik Willis. So we just both agree Seattle's just going to take a quarterback. It's just a matter of who. They'll get, Seattle? They'll get Carson Strong. <laughs> they'll get Trevor Penning at nine. No. Oh, my God. He, he is very bad. Uh, I don't I, – I, I don't get it. I, I do not get why people – like anyone likes him. Shout out Theo Ash for actually like putting that on like display, like how he's actually not good because he wasn't. Like we have to stop overrating, um, you know, the pre-draft, like pro, like the senior bowls and our combine. Like combines can be great, but yeah. moving on to some NBA and some mic difficulties. Um, our first round predictions have been fire or really bad. Um, Starting with our first, we'll, we'll start in the East. Uh, our Heat Hawks pick, mine's still in play. I had the Heat in six, but it looks like they just might wrap things up tonight. Danny had Hawks in seven, which isn't out of the realm of possibility, but that ain't looking too good. I must admit, <laughs> that's not looking too good. Nah, Trey Young played like some of the worst basketball that ever played in his career in the first couple games. Credit the Heat, though. I mean, this is the best defense I've ever seen. Like, this this is the best answer I've ever seen for Trey Young. Yeah, they, they get it done. Also, can't really blame the Hawks. John Collins coming off the injury. Didn't really play much. Not in the group. They just don't got that them dogs. They don't got them dogs. Like the they don't got do. the dog in them. No, nah, they don't got the dogs like the Heat do. Um, well, keep that short and sweet. Uh, I think the Heat wrap it up tomorrow. Meaning my prediction was semi-accurate, but not on the ball. Like my next one. Yeah. Celtics Nets, I said if Ben didn't come back, it'd be wrapped up in four which is exactly what happened. Um, I believe I said Celtics in five or six. Um, I think you said Celtics in six, maybe. I think you might have said seven, but regardless, you were right in a way. So, yeah, I don't know. we both won. So that was just the, what the Celtics are doing is truly special. Um, everyone said, you know, they were dumb for winning their last game. They were dumb for targeting the Nets in the playoffs. They, they probably have the hardest first-round opponent of any of the top four seeds, and they really did take care of them. Um, and then you said, so. we were Boston. Never say that. No, don't. I'm telling you, do not ever, as any fan base say, you won a team, you're going to lose. It's going to happen. You got swept. That's so yeah, tough. That's, that's real tough. Like, uh, and I just didn't expect the Nets to be so bad at closing games. It's two and a half minutes left. You brought the game within three. Jason Tatum can't even get back into the game because he fouled out. And you can't close? I'm going to tell you a name. He's the X Factor. Joe Harris. Joe Harris is not saving the Nets this series. That is the worst thing you could have ever said. He would have won him a game or two. No, he wouldn't. 
Maybe we he do. doesn't solve their problem. You know what their problem was? It was defense. closing and defense. Joe Harris can't guard a broom. And you know what's really sad about the Nets though? Blake Griffin is what, and Seth Curry really carried them in the game. Respect Blake, bro. <laughs> Goran throwing up any shot. That's what I really Goran Dragic is the number one Celtics killer besides like Ish Smith. He yeah, dude, Dragic, dude balls. Dragic just throws up shots and he makes them. I don't know. Honestly, he, yeah. He's Matt. Shout out Matt Mush. Nah, Mush goaded. Chill. Uh, we was just playing basketball the other day. Uh, he ran me off the court, but that's cool. It's okay. Um, yeah, moving on to our next series that we uh I said Bucks and four, so I'm technically wrong, but they're about to wrap it up tomorrow night. Zach Levine's in health and safety protocols. So yeah. Maybe he has COVID. Yeah, it's over. He's done. Yeah. Yeah. The Bulls are done. Tombstone. What'd you say? Did you say five? I think you said five. I think it's five or six. Uh, yeah, five, six. You were closer than I was technically. So um, I don't know. The Bulls The Bulls got on them the first two games. They played bad games. You're really looking at that game one right now, though. Like, what if you got that? What if you took both home games and then you come back to Chicago and, it, you know, nah, you blew both home games. So, um, yeah, so. Bulls are feeling like, damn, we could have been doing in the same position as Toronto Raptors right now. The Raptors are applying some fucking heat. Yeah, I think I, I said Sixers and five, and then they blew it, so. I don't know. It, it, the Raptors, I full, I do expect the Sixers to still take care of business next game. But the Raptors, man, if any team can do it, uh, it's a team facing Doc Rivers and a team that's as gritty. Uh, they got a little bit of star power like Siakam, but uh, obviously he's no Harden. Uh, well, is Harden even Harden at this point? I expect him to get back in the top 10 player category. He's simply not that uh, right now. It's a shame. It really is. You see that Doc Rivers has uh, the worst record in closeout games of any coach in NBA history. Yeah, that's uh, that sucks. <laughs> that's pretty bad. I feel um, bad for Joel Embiid. I must be honest. Um, it's really yeah, bad. best chance to probably win a ring, and it's gonna get blown because Doc Rivers is his coach. Man, I think Embiid gonna play through the injury, close it out in Toronto. I hope so. That's uh, I don't know. That's that should be what happens. Uh, and that's all the East matchups, I'm pretty sure. Do the West, we were both incredibly wrong about the Suns-Pelicans. We both said just whoever would play, the Suns would get swept. Shout out Jose uh, Alvarado, rep- representing Puerto Rico. Shout out Brandon Ingram. Shout out CJ McCollum. Shout out the Pelicans, man. They're playing so hard. Um, you know, they're just playing some competitive basketball. I still expect the Suns to close it out in – Six or seven because they got the the experience. They've been to the finals. Sorry, what was that? Gumbo Wumbo coming back for game seven. Over. I if I mean if they get out that first round, dude, better start doing some sprints, man. Because at that point, if you took out the best team in the West, you're a contender. At that point, you're a contender. It's not a fluke. Even without Devin Booker, though, like you guys are more than deep enough. I mean. What are y'all doing? They won without Chris Paul, but you can't win about Devin Booker. This proves that Devin Booker is the best player on the goddamn team, and it shouldn't have been debated ever. Ever since Chris Paul there, I was like, oh, he, he installed that winning mentality in Devin Booker. Man, fuck that. De- Devin Booker went 8-0 and in the bubble. He's a damn winner. He's been a winner. He's been that guy. So, uh, yeah. 
Zion, Wolf series. Who's that guy? Zion could change the team, bro. He's that guy. Insanely. Like, you know how Brandon Ingram is, you know, give him the ball, get a bucket. Zion's the same thing, but it's not necessarily get a bucket. It's give him the ball, Zion smash. Like, that's what it is. Just Zion power, dribble Zion, you know, just go crazy. It's basically that. 1990s basketball at its finest. Bro is Charles Barkley with a 40-inch vert. (laughs) Really? For real? He laid off the cheeseburgers and... He, he didn't laugh at cheeseburgers. Chill. I need I need the Eagles draft him. He could come off the edge for us. Yeah, he's probably better than David Jabba, I'll tell you that. He he better than Derek Barnett. <laughs> he probably is, tell you that. Uh next series is another competitive series I thought was gonna end in five was Grizzlies Wolves. The Wolves are just playing inspired basketball, but not consistently enough. Like they've been up on the and game three, they were up on these dudes like twice, like big, and just didn't finish. I don't know. Question uh, about the Pelicans. They play 10 out of 10 o'clock. Winner of the game wins the series. Whoever wins this game wins the series? That's easy to say. You know, they're a game away at that point. But um, I I don't know. I guess so. If the Suns win, I definitely think so. If the Pelicans win, they could more than easily lose two games straight because they are nine seed for a reason. But, again, not the average nine seed, 12 and 7 with McCollum, the McCollum edition. Um, I could see that though. Grizzlies Wolves also play tonight, so I expect the Grizzlies to win and then wrap it up in six, get these guys out of here. But you know, the, the Wolves play inspired basketball. They really do. Cat answered the call, but he's got to be consistent. He can't be you no, know, can't be like Game Three. You can't only put up four shots. Agreed. If you're if you are you're the greatest shooting big man of all time, you got this bag on you, then you got to prove it, man. That's simple. Exactly. Moving on, uh, three and six. The Warriors should wrap it up tomorrow. Pretty no, easily. The Warriors will wrap it up. The Warriors are going to wrap it up. They should have uh, wrapped it up that other day, but you know, I don't know. They they not, came out flat. I'll tell you, they're not going to blow a three-one lead. They're certainly not going to blow a three-zero lead. Yeah, uh, I don't know. They just came out flat. You know, they can't do that again. They'll be back in Oracle. Great way to close it out. Um, yeah, I think they'll wrap it up. And four and five. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the player. Uh, Jordan Poole is really what came out flat. Clay dropped 32. Steph dropped 33. Wiggins dropped 20. Draymond did his little thing, 13, 11, and 6. Uh, That's a Draymond line if I've ever seen one. Exactly. Uh, and his Jordan podcast Poole, is fire. He, he had 11 and 9. Uh, mm, rough. You need to get Jordan Poole. Better. Similar to the Sixers, you need to get Jordan Poole the ball and let him get him active on the wing. Same with Maxi. You got to let, let Maxi. Maxi needs some drip. That's what he needs. Uh, and then the Maxie four and five match. Devonta Smith of the NBA. I feel, I feel Philly skinny Philly guys zero drip. Uh, but you know they're dogs, man. They're dogs. I guess that means like Jason Kelsey and Embiid are the same dude. Center, pride of the city. City loves them. And all that. Yeah, good so. comps, good comps. And then uh James James Harfadass is a Rager. I don't know. Rager. <laughs> I don't know. He's playing like Jalen Rager. He's playing like uh, shit. JJ Ortega Whiteside, tell you that. Yeah, J Jaw. Big J Jaw. Something like that. But yeah. Four and five, Mavs Jazz. The Mavs just beat the crap out of them. And I expect them to wrap it up in six. I need Luca in the second round. You know how crazy it would be if Luca could get the Pelicans in the second round instead of the Suns? 
Oh my God. Luca's in the finals. Luca would go to the Western Conference finals and get, you know, Molly whopped by Yo. the Warriors. But Yo. that would be fun to watch, you know. Ready? If Luca leads the Mavs to a finals appearance, and loses to Jason Tatum. Okay, then that's a very decent possibility. Luca Tatum final would be so good. That would be so fun. That that is possible. Luca Tatum final pushes my next KD and LeBron agenda a lot. But I mean, I think they are the next KD LeBron. It's more like the next Steve Nash and LeBron, but I don't know. Steve Nash. Yeah. What are we talking? About? Because Luca's white. No, <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. <laughs> I think both both of these dudes could probably be better than Steve Nash when it's all said and done. So, and, and I think they already are. Hot take. Hot take. Steve, I tell you what, I think I think both of them could coach a team better than Steve Nash. Steve, I'm saying Steve Nash coaching legacy is impacting his player's career right now. The funniest thing on Twitter, they're like Steve Nash when uh when when he's got uh three guards under six foot five on the court. Checks oh, man. Yeah, I expect uh, the Mavs to move on. I expect basically all the upper seats to move on. Uh, I'm actually conflicted about Suns Pelicans, but hopefully the Suns put my worries to rest. I, I don't want to see them go out first round. Well, I would love to see Chris Paul go out first round, but um, it, it's not fair to Devin Booker. You know, he's he's he got hurt. He's such a hardworking guy, and uh, yeah. Um, honestly, biggest surprise. Biggest surprise of this first round so far, I wouldn't say Celtics Nets. You know, I would, I would definitely have to say the Pelicans. They have played really well. I'll tell you my biggest surprise: Nuggets going down 0-3. You think so? I, I didn't expect them to be this bad. I expected them to be bad, not this bad. I think I said Warriors in four or five with um. Yeah, Curry with Steph coming back. Yeah, I know we said that. I said that too, but it's just such a surprise that they can't even get one. Right? It's they, not they, even they, like they're down 3-0. Like, like the Nets were down 3-0 because they lost three close games. These dudes are down 3-0 because they got the shit beat out of them three times. Yeah. And the bad. same way every single time. It's close down the stretch, and then Curry, Poole, Thompson just sends them away. Like, just wraps it up. PTSD, baby. Exactly. Um, they're they're gonna continue to get PTSD from that team. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, great time. You know, we talk talk some playoffs. We talk some NFL. Um, the draft is Thursday. Um, very excited. I'm very excited to see what the Eagles do. Hopefully, we don't blow this. We nailed last year. We got Lan- uh, we got Devonta Smith, of course, and we got Landon Dickerson, who's going to be a great player this upcoming year. Uh, hopefully, we can land two more great young players this year. Um, hopefully the Steelers get someone good. You know, they could use a corner quarterback, don't matter. I'm always praying for the Pennsylvania brothers. Because uh, I live, I will see a Steelers Eagle Super Bowl before I die. I'm pretty sure millions of people have said that before, but it's going to happen. It is going to happen because Philly needs it. Philly and Pittsburgh need it. You need a Jets Giants one as well. No, we don't. <laughs> we do not need to see that. We do not care. I'm here to tell you, we do not care. Yeah, as the great Mike Tomlin, as top 10 coach all-time Mike Tomlin would say, we do not care. All right, man. But 
you know, it was fun. Uh, great talking some NBA and NFL, despite like a 15 minute uh, headphone issue. But um, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back uh, next Wednesday, like always. Probably going to talk some more NBA and our thoughts on the NFL draft um, and maybe some MLB if something wild happens. Uh, yeah. But uh, again, thank you guys all for tuning in from me and Daniel Cole. Make sure you guys have a great day and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.